Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Taylor Wilde. Welcome back to Wild On Season 2, the podcast where you get the insider's view of the weird, wonderful, wild world of wrestling on Wednesdays. Today's guest stands for everything that I love about women's wrestling. She loves and respects the sport as a whole, but like myself, favors women's wrestling specifically. As a result, she's not only made her own mark, but has paved the way for other women who don't typically fit the mold to find their home and space in the crazy world of professional wrestling. She is a body positive, AFI loving, badass bitch from Ohio with a big old heart to match. Former Impact Knockouts champion, ladies and gentlemen, my girl, Jessica Havoc. Show me, show me, show me how you do that trick. The one that makes me scream, she said. The one that makes me laugh, she said. Honestly, all the knockouts, I'm so excited what you guys have done with women's wrestling. Like, it has truly reinvigorated my love for wrestling. So, yeah. Well done. Thank you. It's so funny that you say that to me because when I first started, I was wrestling for about a year when I first met Madison Rain, who was Ashley, or I'm sorry, Lexi Lane Yep. on the indies. And we freaking, we, we just looked at you like, oh my God, she's so good. And I, I remember being at a, a indie show, I think for OCW. Yeah. And I remember how Ashley was so excited to wrestle you. And I was Aww. so excited to watch the match. I can't remember who I wrestled that show, but it was, it, that's just one, one of the things that pop in my mind and you've always been so nice. Oh, thank you. And I just, I feel like we haven't had our moments yet in the ring, but like, Feel I feel good about this. I feel like we could have our opportunity this year. But I, feel I like hope so. Women in wrestling, wrestlers in general, you're this weird misfit family. You don't know each other, but you get along. Like yeah, and I feel like when you have like matches with like a really when you meet someone for the first time and then you end up having an awesome match with them, like that's like a huge bonding moment. Yes, because that's how I've ended up becoming good friends with quite a few girls in wrestling. Right. I just feel like it's super, super um, important that we all have each other's back anyway, because it's such yeah. a cutthroat business as it is. Yes. And while I, I love professional wrestling, but my passion is women's wrestling. Agreed. Wholeheartedly agreed. Like wrestling is great, but like, I'm all about the girl power shit. Like <laughs> let's bring it to the next level. Yes. So you've had a very like Lizzo vibe going on social media in terms <laughs> of, you know, speaking about positive body image and, you know, not fitting in the same box, but also that you are on like a, a new health journey for yourself. Yeah. Tell me about it. So ever since I started wrestling, I've always kind of struggled with, okay, before I started wrestling, I yeah. didn't have an issue with myself. I had so much confidence. I started training to wrestle when I was 17. So I was still in high school. And my mom said, if I let you train to be a wrestler, as long as you keep your grades up, 
because I was a straight A student. She's like, okay. I'll, I'll let you do it. And I was able to juggle it. But before I started wrestling, I never looked at myself as like, oh, you know, like fat or plus size or whatever. Right. But when I started to get into the business, and I'm sure that, you know, like oh. when all of us have, I'm sure we all have stories to share, but oh, yeah. it was a real shock for me because I was the only girl that trained at the school that I was in at the time. And okay. I was shocked when and these guys were like, oh, you need to lose weight, like poking at my legs. Like you're, you know, <gasps> you, you need to get rid of this and this. And I was devastated. Oh my God. Yeah. So like for the first several years of my career, probably the first four or five years of my career, I really, really struggled. I was doing like fad diets because I really thought that, oh, what, like, wow, I, I do look terrible. I need to do something. And I was really struggling, but it took me about five years to just kind of embrace who I am. And, um, I do believe in the whole body positivity thing, but I think it's really important to drive home to a lot of my fans. Cause I have met, I've had male and female fans reach out to me over the years. Like you've inspired me to lose weight and this and that there's one guy that I became friends with. His name is Steve. And he, I I remember the first time I got an email from a guy that just expressing like, Hey, you've inspired me to lose all this weight. He lost over a hundred pounds because, and I, I thought that was crazy. Like I was like, wow, like I, I literally have made this much of an impact on someone's life that they, you know, so, and I struggle still back and forth, but I'm down a a good bit of weight and I still have a little bit to go, but I think it's important to drive home that to be obese, isn't actually healthy but everybody's body is different. I'm almost six foot tall and I do have a lot of muscle. So instead of me focusing on what the scale says, I just go by how I feel. Right. Um, I, I think that putting your health first and doing it for yourself is what's most important. If I did it, Oh, I need to be in shape for wrestling or for a guy or whatever. It doesn't last. Like you truly need to just be like, okay, this is where I'm at. I accept who I am, but I deserve better for myself and I need to put my health first. And so that's what I'm doing. Well, I'm really, really proud of you for one, doing it for your health, but moreover that you're being so vocal about it because that's the amazing part about having a platform is, okay, we know there's trolls out there. There's always going to be people that are like, you're fat, you're ugly. I remember when I was in developmental and some someone told me I look like a 14 year old boy in a wig. And I was like, that's hilarious. But like, you hurt my one feeling. (laughs) Yeah. But that's, that's also like, just, I don't get what people gain out of tearing someone else down. And what, what I've attributed it to is they are not happy with themselves. So they feel like they could go online and they're projecting their insecurities on someone who they don't look at us as people who have feelings. They're like, Oh, they're on TV, this and that, you know, we we're supposed to portray ourselves as a larger than life. I, I, for lack of a better word, like, I guess an entity, like superhero. And I think that's, that's really cool. But I feel like these people don't, and, and a lot of them are like, I know that they won't even see this message, but, and it's like, but you know what? We actually see a lot more than we let on. Yeah. And I have gotten a lot better about having thicker skin over the years. So not a whole lot bothers me. Like, okay. So you called me fat. Okay. I've heard that a million times, but like, (laughs) uh, obviously you are very sad. So you need to figure out what you should do with your life to, to be happier and not 
focus on tearing other people down. Yeah. I always think the best response, like you said, with the troll is just like, obviously you need a hug. You are, oh, you just, you, you I'll, I'll say I love you. Like, you're obviously not good. Like, you're not in a good place. And I used to get really offended and I would argue with people, but I've learned that it's like, you know what? It's not even, it's not worth it. There was this one particular guy he would literally, anytime Impact posted something about me on their page, he would be like, oh, she's getting fatter by the day, this and that. And I would never like, it's just like, whatever. But he messaged me probably a few months ago and apologized. He's like, I apologize if anything I ever said hurt you because I recently just lost a friend due to cyberbullying. And I'm like, I'm so sorry to hear that. And I wasn't like, well, that, but I was like, yeah. that is terrible. And I forgive you. I don't know what it was that you might've been saying, but like, you know, I don't know what everything, but I hope that you can find peace within yourself. And I'm sorry that it took something that devastating, but words do, they affect people a lot more than people think. And, and it sucks when people have to go through some crazy situation like that to realize, well, maybe I should be nicer to the stranger that I don't know. Like, yeah. and that's the dichotomy that I see is the knockouts have always been the ones that change the trajectory of what we see as women wrestlers. You know, yes. we're no longer in the Divas era. Thank God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it has its place. Don't get me wrong. But I think it's so much more realistic, so much more exciting that we see women of different shapes and sizes and backgrounds. And what I hear with social media is like, let's use that as a place to build each other up. You are a motivator. Yeah. And, and like, I feel like it is important for us to, those of us who do have like a decent following, it is important for us to be a positive voice. I speak for the people who might not feel comfortable in their own skin, but I can also show that, Hey, you may not look like everyone else, yep. but you're not supposed to, and yep. just be comfortable with who you are. And, you know, young girls that just start in wrestling and I'm sorry if I'm all over the place, but no, no, not at they're, all. They're just, <laughs> they're just like, well, thank you so much for showing that, uh, like, uh, bigger girls can do it too. You don't have to look like a Barbie and this and that. And I'm like, listen, when you're a wrestler and if you're going to start wrestling who you are as a person like I, I always say you should be an exaggerated extension of who you are as a person because yeah. it comes across more genuine. Absolutely. And I've always been like a gothy punk girl, like even through high school. But then when I first started wrestling, I was made to feel like you need to have your boobs out. You need to tan, you need to be blonde. And I just didn't feel like myself. And I was just like squirming in my own skin. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. I've been wrestling 17 years and I do feel like I do have a hand in paving the way yes. for some of these other girls that didn't feel like they could look the part. I agree. You are a whole entity, a whole beast in yourself. And I mean that in the most positive way. And I take that as a huge compliment. And and going back on what you said about, you know, just uh, women being supportive. I think yeah. that's what I love so much about being part of the knockouts locker room yeah. is no one's trying to tear each other down. Everybody is lifting each other up. Everybody is, you know, trying to help each other out. Everyone's positive and supportive. And that is so, so important. That's why that place has always had my heart because I've been on both sides and one is a business and it's all about money and it's very competitive. So that breeds different personalities for lack of a better term. But I've always felt the knockouts are in it for a higher higher reason you know what i mean like oh for we, sure we love wrestling number one Mo 
I don't think any knockout in history, maybe one or two, has come from <laughs> like the model background, which isn't a slight. It's just different. It's a different personality. I always think we've been trying to push the, you know, push the barriers down and become our own thing. And it was never really about the money. And it was being a family. And to kind of piggyback off of that, like, when I got into wrestling, I wasn't thinking I'm going to be rich and famous. I don't think any of us who truly have the passion for it, we didn't get into this for the fame and fortune. It took me years to be able to live comfortably off of my wrestling money alone. Yeah. Like it's not an easy road. And anybody who thinks that they're just going to be wrestling in Madison square garden the next week, as soon as like, it's like, no, like it's so, it's so, so tough. Totally. I imagine that you were told probably as a female wrestler, you know, you don't shit where you eat, you don't date other wrestlers, me, 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 me. And like the thought process that is there is good, but it shouldn't have never been shoved down women's throats specifically. It was just like, okay, we're all young. We're all not bad looking. Like it's going to breed a culture that you're going to be interested in one another, but that doesn't, in a job consumes you fully. I mean, like you keep weird hours. There's a whole other cultural experience. How are you not going to find a partner in a business like that? That's the thing. Okay. It's easy to say, don't date another wrestler, you know? So I've been with Sammy Callahan for a little while and and, (laughs) and, um, honestly, I feel very, very lucky uh, because we do have such a strong relationship, but I think part of why is because we understand what each other's, what we have to do for our job. There was times when he was on the road before, you know, impact invited me back to join their awesome roster. Um, I, uh, you know, there was a lot of weekends where I was sitting at home and, and he was on the road or like, I would just go do uh, some indie shows and, you know, and it, it's just like, I feel like for a normal person and I've seen this and, and my friends, um, past relationships that, that are other wrestlers who have had people who they date outside of wrestling, yeah. they don't get it. They don't yeah. understand. And it's very rare that you can have someone who's outside of wrestling be so understanding of the yeah. schedule yeah. and like, wait a second, you're rooming with this person, like this and that, whatever. Like, and of course a normal person would have issues like, yeah, because, you know, promoters would book a bunch of people and it's not unheard of for a promoter to be like, well, I know she's friends with this guy, so it'll be fine. I'll, and not yeah. even ask and they'll just throw you in a room with somebody. Yeah. Um, I mean, it happened often to me. And if it did, I would be like, can I switch? <laughs> just because I didn't want to make my partner uncomfortable or of whatever. But, and but yourself, part, really. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, I just am kind of like, well, can I just room with like the girls? Like, I, I, I don't care, you know, whatever. Yeah. I, I understand they're trying to save a dollar by booking fewer rooms and throwing everybody in there. But it's just, it's hard to not date within your work line of work. Yeah. And especially with wrestling's a whole different beast yeah. and <laughs> only we can understand that stuff. Yeah. And it's hard to explain to someone outside of it. Look, it's, this is normal, you know, whatever. I don't know, but I yeah. just think it's, it's a lot easier said than done. And especially like you said, for us girls, like it was just crammed down our throats. Like, no, you can't do this, this, and this. Meanwhile, all these guys are, you know, having a a freaking heyday. It's like, totally, it's ridiculous. It is. It was totally like sexist biased crap, but whatever. 
We're, we're changing the game, man. We are changing the game. And I, <laughs> I could, I could honestly say that it's gotten so much better in that aspect. You're not yeah. going to completely do away with that. Like there's still going to be people who think a certain way, but at yeah. the end of the day, it's like, look at the strides that we've made. I know. It's, I know. it's, it's huge. Better. It's getting better. And I think the stronger we are as women and like embracing all our differences and being vocal about it and not just like, yes, sir, no, sir. Okay. Anything for a job. That's what changes shit. Like, no dude, fuck you. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I'm a really delicate flower and I fit in anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and Jessica almost spit her coffee at me through the screen. <laughs> so how did you find pro wrestling? Ever since I can remember, my mom has been a wrestling fan. I remember when I was little, I always remembered Glow being on the TV. Like, it was always funny how they labeled how women should be in the ring or how they're like, oh, women can't. Because I'll tell you this, when I was younger and I was watching people like Ivory and Jazz and Luna, I'm like, they are so much more vicious and, oh. and physical. Like they're literally like going in. I'm like, have you ever met a true pissed off woman? Like, <laughs> come on. Like, how is this not believable? It's so, but they're like, okay, we need to fit you in this one little box, whatever. But yeah. so my mom is a big reason why wrestling was something that was in my childhood. And her favorite wrestler was the Ultimate Warrior. Oh, amazing. So when I was in high school, I found out that there was a wrestling school that was literally 15 minutes from where I was going to school. And I begged my mom and she's like, oh my God, are you kidding me? But she, like I said earlier, she made that deal. If you could keep your grades up, she would drive me to all my practices. She would go in and watch sometimes, but she got really uncomfortable with it because she, she said, I would get so angry at how those guys would treat you. Uh, and, and I, I guess I didn't realize cause that back then I was like, well, they're just making sure that I'm tough and you know, don't want to quit. Right. But thinking back on it, I'm like, no, they were literally like beating the crap out of me. And like, oh, like I would, I would train four days a week and I would have my mouth busted open like once a week. Like really? The, yeah. And, and then I oh. remember overhearing my trainer say to somebody, yeah, like we tried to get her to quit. I told all the guys to beat her ass, but she stuck with it and she's actually pretty decent. So, but I remember overhearing that and being like, you son of a bitch. Like it didn't, it didn't even have to be like that. But honestly, I feel like if I didn't get trained the way that I did, I wouldn't have been able to handle certain situations that were presented to me. Of course. I wrestled Luna Vachon and she was one of my heroes, but she was so reckless oh. with me. And like, it was my worst experience in a wrestling match. Oh. And I don't know what she was going through that day. Mm -hmm. And I remember after the match, she sat down with me and apologized and was like, I'm going to talk to him about bringing me back so that you could beat me. And I, and I was like, okay, but I'm thinking like, I don't ever want to wrestle. <laughs> it was you just, yeah, like, and I, I was devastated. Oh, I bet. Like a year later, I got to wrestle Ivory and uh -huh. she was like, I remember on the paper, they were like, Ivory up. And she goes up to my trainer and goes, I'm going to tell you something. I'm on my way out of here. She, she's going to beat me tonight, this and that, whatever. And we had a little fun schmoz after the match. So, but that stuff was, it's like, wow. Like she was just so humble and so nice and i learned so much from her she got it she got it it was kind of refreshing so i wouldn't trade my experiences with luna or ivory for anything yeah but it was just like it just shows you like the polar opposites there 
Absolutely. Like, and it, it was just, it's, it's interesting. It is interesting because I've been out of the business for a decade and now I'm like, I must come back. It would be great. <laughs> come on back. Let's go. Okay. okay. Let's make this work. But my thing was, I was like totally burnt out after like six years of like I, from 19 till I was 25. I was like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Because I never wanted to be that Luna Vachon. I was like, I need to walk away and I had a rest. It took 10 years, but you know, it's those little things with girls you work with, whether they're new or they've been in the business a while, like those effects are lasting and they can really affect your career. Yeah, that I agree. I feel like we could talk about so, the same shit forever. Anyways, I know. <laughs> I, I love this. To- Me too. Yay. We should do this more, but with alcohol. We should. We should. Oh yes. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> But I like to end every episode I have with my 10 tailor-made questions. It's kind of like a speed round, but don't feel rushed. Okay. Are you ready? Yes, okay. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Name one beauty product you cannot live without. It's by Clinique Ooh. and it's a, um, like a moisturizing cream. I've always had decent skin and I've have been good very skin. lucky with that. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> I started using that product within the last year and I've really noticed even a bigger difference. Cool. Like your skin is so important. You should oh, take gosh. care of it. <laughs> all of my paychecks basically go into skincare. You hit 30 and all of a sudden you're like, oh my God. Oh, I know. Like I, like, I'm like, oh this. my God, where do these forehead lines come from? I was like, I'm going to age gracefully. It's fine. I'm, I'm like not going to get Botox, but then these fine lines happened. And I was like, uh oh, I seriously was that same mindset. And I've not had it before ever, yeah. but I argue with Sammy. Cause I'm like, I'm like, I just want, I just want like, just my forehead smoothed out. He's like, no, yeah. you don't need it. He's like, there's nothing there. I'm like, oh, I see it yeah it I is see. there <laughs> we'll go find a day trip somewhere me and you oh you know what you won't tell Nevaeh said the same thing she's okay. like let's just go we'll see your grocery shopping and we'll just let's, go real quick <laughs> let's do a med spa day yeah okay what is your favorite exercise I really love leg day so I I like anything that has to do with a squat I've always had like bigger legs and a, and a bigger butt, which I like, even when I am at my most leanest, I still, it's like that hourglass. So it's like, yeah, girl, no shame there. Mm-mm. I just love squats. <laughs> and lately I've been into DDP yoga. So <gasps> I hear great I, things. It's so good. It's life-changing. I'm not even kidding you. I, need I am not sponsored. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> but if you want to sponsor us, please feel free to reach out. Yeah, come on, DDP. <laughs> <laughs> what is your biggest pet peeve? getting interrupted, I guess. Like, but it depends on the situation. I also hate, hate, hate when people chew with their mouth open. It's not good. It's no, not. it's so gross. Are you a barn animal? Yeah. yeah. I get it. Who is your celebrity crush? Oh goodness. That's a good question. I would have to say my celebrity crush for a while was Davey Havoc. He's the lead singer of AFI and that's yep. where I got Havoc from. Oh, um, and go. I got to meet him because of Sammy, he arranges for me on my 31st birthday. Uh, we all went to see AFI. Um, me, when I say all of us, my mom, my brother, Mike, my brother, Stefan and Sammy, we met my friend Shane there in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, and we went and saw AFI live. And then I actually got to meet him. He only agreed. He only agreed to meet me and Sammy after the show. And it was like, I was like, this is the best freaking thing ever like what a good boyfriend yeah it, no. it, it it was it was awesome I was like this is the best birthday and Davey Havoc was so nice and just 
he spent like 10 minutes talking to us and it was it was awesome well this might be the same answer what is your favorite band or artist so afi um (laughs) and i like there i mean I listen to all kinds of music, but AFI is hands down my favorite. I've seen them probably 10 to 13 times. Oh, wow. I mean, I listen to a lot of other stuff too. There's a band called The Killers that I like. I also really like The Cure. Ah. Really good. But AFI is my ultimate favorite. I was introduced to them my freshman year in high school and I was like, oh my gosh. That's it. Yeah. (laughs) Do you have a secret vice like drinking a glass of wine in the shower? I think wine in general is my vice. <laughs> if I, and I will say, and I say this, like I'm half joking because I'm sure some people will be like, that's not very funny, but I truly believe that this pandemic has made me a slight wino where it's like, I depend on this, but we moved in this new house and I have like a deep, large, like tub. Yeah. So, Ooh, so having beautiful. wine, oh, I've taken the first week we moved in here. I, I drank a whole bottle of wine in that tub. I know. I know. And I have no shame. The pandemic's been bad for like drinking. Like I, yeah, I went through a phase where I was like, okay, I like, I got to sort my life out. Weed's illegal. So smoke more weed. I'm a huge supporter of THC. Yes, girl. And CBD. THC with CBD. Yes. I don't fuck around with not CBD. I will tell you that CBD was a game changer for me when it came to like depression and anxiety, but also for pain. Yes. Oh gosh. Yeah. There's so many strains out there and you just got to find the one that works for you, but I love it. Yes. We are very pro booze and pro marijuana. So also we will take those kind of sponsors. (laughs) We sure will. (laughs) What wrestler has the best entrance music? I think currently besides myself, good answer. Good. I would say that Rosemary has the best entrance music. It is so dope. It is good. It is. (laughs) I love it. What is your drink of choice? I think we've kind of probably answered that. Yeah, I mean, I, I like I like a good glass of Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir. You're so fancy. So good. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like healthy for you, a little yeah. healthier. It's it's made with grapes. It's basically a health drink. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> what was your most embarrassing moment in the ring? Um goodness. <laughs> okay, I got one for you. <laughs> So a shine show I did years ago, it's the second suicide dive I ever attempted. The first one was great. I was like, I'm just going to do it. (laughs) But the second one, I was like, well, the first one went great. So I'll do this. I just remember uh, it was Serena Deeb, Soraya Knight, and I think Alice and Kay were all outside on that side of the ring to catch me. Yeah. And I hit the ropes and I go for it. And my my boobs caught on the middle rope. And I felt like they tore my freaking <laughs> boobs off. Because you guys, that those ropes don't feel good, by the way. They're like cables. <laughs> but I, and, and then obviously it stopped it. And then they grabbed oh. me and pulled me out. But I was like, ah! freaking boobs, man. I was totally thinking you were going for the suicide dive. The ropes caught your boobs and took your top. You oh! continued to suicide dive topless. And I was like, Ugh! oh my gosh. I probably would have just been like, well, <laughs> that's, that's it. That's it. I saw poor Awesome Kong do that on live pay-per-view. Didn't she go over the top and then, oh yeah, gosh. They, they clapped. Oh, <laughs> but she's the type of person that much like you, she was just like, well, yeah, whatever. She's what's, awesome. She's what a human man i miss her so much i've been trying to chase her ass to talk but like she's one of those people she's like elusive off the grid i know and i almost like am jealous that she's so off the grid i don't know how she does it 
Because she was like on the new glow and shit. Like she's working, but she's uh, amazing in glow. Yeah, she is. She was so good. I'm so sad that they didn't finish the new season, but let's try to track her ass down, shall we? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, last one. Finish this lyric. I don't care if Monday's blue, Tuesday gray, and Wednesday too, Thursday. I don't care about you. It's Friday. I'm I'm in in love. love. Yay! Yay! We should do this again sometime. Yeah, this was let's... great. Wild ones, please take a walk on the wild side and go over to Apple and rate your girl's podcast. I even created an informative video on how to do just that. Head over to my Twitter or Instagram to view my short instructional video on how to rate and comment on wild on on apple podcast check out the wild on merch store for all your taylor wild t-shirts the link will be provided in the episode description as well as on all my social media accounts are you looking for more taylor wild follow me on instagram and twitter that's real taylor wild with an e that's wild with an e rebel boys and girls i cannot even describe how much work goes into each weekly podcast i could not I repeat, I could not do this podcast without my badass punk rock girl band, the Wild On Team. The queen herself, my all-around go-to superwoman, editor and producer, Rochelle Duras. Public relations queen, Madison Golshani, and my homegirl marketing specialist, Rebecca Levinson. Thank you all for your hard work, ladies. I love you guys. Until next week, stay calm and wild on.